This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Yesterday, I got carried away reading all of the wonderful words of Julia Cameron for The Artist's Way, and today I want to continue that just a little bit more through that chapter, just because I think it's a really beneficial chapter, and it aligns with a lot of the stuff I talk about in this podcast, or have talked about in the past. And as someone who was really disconnected from my creativity for a long time, there is something really revolutionary about being able to tap back in and almost allow your emotions to flow through that instead. I really enjoyed this quote, though, specifically when talking about synchronicities. Julia says, We like to pretend it's hard to follow our heart's dreams. The truth is, it's difficult to avoid walking through the doors that will open, saying we are miserly in what we accept. All gift horses are looked in the mouth and usually returned to sender. We say we're scared by failure, but what frightens us more is the possibility of success. Take a small step in the direction of a dream and watch the synchronous doors fly open. Seeing, after all, is believing. And if you see the results of your experiments, you won't need to believe me. Remember the maxim, leap, and the net will appear. She quotes the philosopher Goethe here, which said, Whatever you think you can do or believe you can do, begin it. Action has magic, grace, and power in it. 
But here's the thing about action in general. You're going to have some criticism come up from other people, maybe, but you're definitely, if you're like me, an overthinker, going to have some internal criticism that you're going to have to deal with too. And for a lot of us, taking action isn't just scary, it's nearly impossible. And Julia admits this is a common problem, and sometimes it comes back to confronting shame, saying that shaming someone is an attempt to prevent that person from behaving in a way that embarrasses us, and sometimes our inner artist is bogged down with shame. And sometimes the fear of feeling an internalized or externalized sense of shame can prevent us from starting things, and we might not even realize that's why we were avoiding it. She does clarify, which I appreciate, that not all criticism is shaming, and I think that's really freaking important to understand and get comfortable with. But I also think there is some power in the quote I've heard before that says, Don't kill the part of you that makes you want to cringe, kill the part of you that cringes. And I really appreciate the distinction between the two, because even though I know it logically, that there's a difference between harmful critiques and good critiques, there's a difference between critiques and criticism, there's a difference between shame and ridicule and disparaging comments versus constructive, loving comments rooted in self-awareness and support. But in my experience, it doesn't really matter how the shame shows up, whether it's valid or not, whether it's from a good friend or a bad friend. Before I inundated myself by bombing a whole bunch in stand-up comedy, I can honestly say that it all hurts. And sometimes it might have subtle differences, sure. But that avoidance can sometimes be debilitating and can stop us from trying to do anything. Because if you don't try, you technically have less to get called out about or critiqued for. Point is, Julia Cameron reminds us that shame can sometimes be the reason we feel blocked or not creative or not inspired. And I often find that it takes a while to realize that's what's really holding me back. I usually blame laziness or executive dysfunction, but sometimes it is rooted in fear of doing a bad job and wasting my own time and energy because I know how valuable it is. So instead, I just waste my energy wishing I was doing it. I don't know. Point is, she's trying to tell us in this chapter to be become self-protective. It doesn't mean to ignore criticism, but it does tell us to be more selective and discerning when it comes to taking on criticism and adjusting from it. And y'all know I love actionable stuff, and I love that she includes actionable things throughout this book, but here she offers certain rules of the road, as she calls them, that are useful in dealing with forms of criticism, any form, really, starting with receiving that criticism all the way through. And she says getting it over with, but I think just listening, being curious with what they have to say, and not judging it as best you can. Try not to get defensive. The second step is to jot down notes to yourself on what concepts or phrases of this bothered you. This part I think is important not to marinate on, but just to reflect. Like I've said in the past, it could be helpful to treat yourself like a detective and really want to get to the bottom of what makes you tick. But of course, we shouldn't just focus on the negative. We should also jot notes on what concepts or phrases seem useful. And then you need to do something very nurturing for yourself. Read a good review, call in a friend who you know can hype you up, dig into the old file where you collect all the compliments from strangers you've ever gotten. And if you don't have a file, start creating one right now for next time. Or by reminding yourself verbally that you don't need to identify with this critique. You can just take it, receive it, and if it feels appropriate, adjust. 
But the fifth step I really enjoyed. She says to remember that even if you made a truly rotten piece of art, it might be a necessary stepping stone in your next work. She says that art requires an ugly duckling growth stage. And I think everything in life does. I genuinely feel like life is just a series of ugly duckling phases and then thinking you're done with one and another one shows up. So embrace it. What I think is really special about art is that it's supposed to be fun. So at the end of the day, I try to make it joyful so that even if it is a fail, at least I had fun in the process. Her sixth step is to look at your criticism again and ask yourself if it reminds you of criticisms from your past. She's particularly asking us to check into our childhood shame so that we can acknowledge if the current criticism is actually that harsh or if it's just kind of picking at an old wound. And then the seventh step is to write a letter to the critic. Not to be mailed, probably, ideally, but defend your work and acknowledge what was helpful, if anything, in the criticism proffered. The eighth step is to get back on the horse, make an immediate commitment to do something creative. And the ninth step is to do that creative thing, reminding us that creativity is the only cure for criticism. And as I start to become more creative in my day-to-day and prioritize time to do things with my hands (laughs) and escape the scrolling that usually takes up so much of my time, I can't help but think that creativity is the cure for a lot of different things. And I genuinely believe the people who are the most terrified of their creativity are probably those of us who would benefit the most from it. Well, who am I? Just Julie America, your best friend. I don't know. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.